0: My Govanen, welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel, I'm the Tolkien Geek, and in follow-up to my previous video on how to pronounce Elvish words in the Lord of the Rings and other Middle Earth books, this one is going to talk about how to pronounce words in other languages besides Elvish, and there's not really a whole lot to add here, but I am going to go over a few specific rules, and also address a few things that I kind of messed up in my old video on pronunciation and just kind of general errata-type stuff. So, first of all, one of the things that he addresses actually before he even gets to Sindarin and Quenya pronunciation is just Western or the common tongue. He says anything that's in the Western or common tongue is basically meant to be pronounced as in modern English. So, anything that's kind of native to the Shire or pretty much anything in the North you know, Bree, that kind of thing, those are all going to be pronounced as basically just what you would expect them to be pronounced in English. Bilbo, Frodo, Mary, Pippin. You know, I mean, all these things are kind of easy. So, that's just a general rule to follow. After he finishes talking about Elvish, he then goes into a few differences between Elvish and other languages, such as the Dwarvish and Black Speech and stuff like that. So, he talks about the... The fact that Z is just meant to be pronounced as Z. This is separate from the Quinya and Sindarin, because there is no Z in Quinya and Sindarin. They don't have a Z sound, period. So, they just don't use it. So, in black speech or Dwarvish, however, you do have it. For example, the word for the Dwarvish language, Kuzdul, there's a Z there. So, you pronounce it like Z. He also mentions, and I said last time, that in Dwarvish or other languages besides Elvish, you'll get KH instead of CH. Now, what he actually ends up saying after he finishes talking about Elvish is KH and even TH in Dwarvish or other languages is actually, they're not a combined sound. It's actually two separate sounds. So, and he gives the example you pronounce a kh in dwarvish more or less as you would pronounce it in say backhand so it's not kh as you would the ch in elvish similarly for th he says it'd be more like outhouse as opposed to so that's one that's kind of a weird one to keep in mind especially the th because naturally in English, when you see T-H, you're going to want to just pronounce it that way. I don't think it matters much, because I can't remember, and he doesn't give any examples, but I can't remember a single instance where T-H is used in either black speech or Dwarvish in the stories. So that that one may not matter. K-H, however, is used somewhat frequently because, of course, you have khazad Doom. So, if you watched Peter Jackson's movies and listened to how Christopher Lee as Saruman pronounced Kaza Doom, he's actually doing it right. It sounds a little weird. It sounds like he's placing a ton of emphasis on that H, but that's because he is very specifically trying to pronounce both the K and the H separately and not k he's not doing a kh sound. He is doing a Kaza doom. Kaza doom. So, that's why it sounds like that. Similarly, again, the word Kuzdul, kuzdul, the khazad i when uh, Gimli gives his war cry, Khazad is the word for dwarves, so, I mean, Khazad pops up a lot in Dwarvish. However, the names for dwarves and whatnot are not given in Dwarvish. They are given their, well, their... Outer names, as they're called, because dwarves have their own names in their own tongue that they really don't share outside of their own people. And so they're basically kind of like Western names. Now, another thing that he mentions here is that GH is pronounced as related to G, kind of like DH is to D. So it'd be like. It's kind of hard to pronounce as a native English speaker. Uh, unless you're really used to pronouncing ug or arg as arg or ug, which, you know, I'm putting too much emphasis on a g, but it's that same idea. You're kind of like blending the two sounds together in a weird way. So, and he doesn't give like a, he gives the example of a g h, arg, and frankly, like, I've always pronounced those words kind of like ug or arg. You know, I just have a hard G on them. So, I'm not 100% sure, because he doesn't give a better example in, in the book of how to do this, but my own impression of that is that it would be something like "g g g," kind of just soften the G and go into a, a, a like like a, a breathe out sound. So, That's my best guess as to that. So, anyway, that's pretty much all the stuff related to specifically the dwarvish and black speech. The vowel sounds are all the same. The other consonants are all pretty much the same. There's not really a whole lot of differences. He does mention, though, that in Rohan, whereas most of these same kind of rules are going to apply, they're going to be treated as, you know, the, the same sounds he does mention that the E-O and E-A are actually pronounced as diphthongs. And he says the E-A is going to be like English bear. And again, this is one of those where I'm like, bear to me has always sounded like one syllable and one vowel sound and not a diphthong. You may remember from my discussion of Elvish how A is a diphthongal vowel. It is not a single vowel sound. E is a single vowel sound, and E is a single vowel sound, and when you put them together, A, A, and really, you know, just pronounce them quickly together, then it's the A sound, and it's a diphthong. EA as in bear I have never really thought of as a diphthong before and so it's a little difficult to wrap my mind around and it might be difficult for a lot of you to wrap your mind around but and and the way I would pronounce bear is not even like a bear it's more like a bear bear so kind of a the e sound and then a schwa whereas if I'm following the logic of what Tolkien is saying I think it probably would make more sense to put E-A and have it be bear, And I don't know if that's what he means, or if he means it to be like what American English would be, bear. So, I'm not 100% clear on that one, but he also says E-O is a diphthong. And this one, I think I kind of get, and I think this is kind of like the U-I in Ruin, where it's like... you don't think of it as a single diphthong sound, you think of it as kind of just a disyllabic thing. So, Aomer is technically two syllables, and the Ao is one syllable that's a diphthong. And I think it just, again, kind of comes down to how quickly you pronounce those two sounds together. So, if you really wanted to do Ao, éo, Aomer, That's not a diphthong. That's taking it apart too much, in a sense. I think the correct pronunciation would be more like Elmer. So it's like, you say it so fast that it's basically one syllable and basically sounds like one sound, even though it's really not. So, Elmer, Theoden, you have to really just compress that pronunciation down to a one syllable, even though it's technically two sounds. So, that's, you know, stuff about Rohan. And he says that a lot of the place names in Rohan have been modernized, and so they will be pronounced as in modern English, like Dunharrow places like that, whereas the technical correct word would be Dunharg, which would be pronounced more like what we would think of in Elvish. The U is a oo and the A is a ah. So most place names are going to be pronounced as in, you know, at least the modernized ones are going to be pronounced as in normal English, and there are also some name, uh, people names or person names that are pronounced as in normal English, like Shadowfax and worm Tongue. He says, like, basically, if it looks like a modern English word, then pronounce it like modern English. If it doesn't, you're going to pronounce it more like you would applying the same rules as Elvish. So, for example, Meduseld, that one... I'm pretty sure is one that's not going to be very modernized, and so you get medusel, you you know, keep those vowel sounds very much in the vein of the Elvish pronunciation. Going back briefly, the gh that I mentioned earlier is specifically a rule for the black speech. Also in the language of Rohan, the y is going to be pronounced like the modified u in like we talked about, Lyun or Simbumyuna, that kind of thing, so I can't remember any words really in Rohan that are specific to their language that have a Y. I guess Eowyn, so Eowyn would actually be the pronunciation for her name, Uh, but there aren't too many of them, and frankly, I'm not sure I want to start pronouncing her name Eowyn, so I'm not sure I'm going to follow that rule just because of force of habit over so many years. Uh, But if you want to get technical, that would be how you would do it. Uh, So that's basically all he says about rules for pronunciation. He then goes into talking about writing, but I did want to address a few points. One of the things that I said in my old video is that seemingly by this, you know, set of rules, you'd have some really weird pronunciations of place names, and one of those that I gave was Isengard, and, you know, if you applied the Elvish rules very strictly, it would be Isengard, which sounds awful, right? Uh, or really, I guess Isengard maybe would be correct because the NG, well, no, because NG is only um at the end of a word, actually, so yeah, it would be Isengard, and that's just so dumb-sounding. Everybody knows it's Isengard. Tolkien pronounces it Isengard. And, of course, reading more carefully into this, you realize Isengard is kind of just a modernized northern name. It's it's from, like, the northern... I forget exactly which language it's from, but it comes either from Anglo-Saxon or Norse or something like that. And in that you know vein, it would be pronounced Isengard. That's just how it is and so I think that falls into that category of modernized you know words from Rohan because its technical elvish name is angrenost meaning the literal same thing you know like iron citadel basically and that's what Isengard means so and this is where I think Tolkien may be slightly overestimating the knowledge base of his readers because Isengard, to me, does not look like a modernized name, but I think it has to be pronounced in that kind of modernized sense. So, uh, I'm not exactly sure how necessarily to delineate, well, this one's modernized, but this one's not. Some of them are obvious, some of them not so much. Another one that I talked about is Gandalf's name. And I get a lot of critique on how I pronounce, pronounce Gandalf from people who were technical about it, because it should be Gandalf, not Gandalf. Sorry, I grew up watching Rankin-Bass. I'm not going to change how I do this anytime soon. It's just habit. Um, but in my old video, I mentioned that really according to the Elvish pronunciation, it would be Gandalf, because the F falling at the end gets a V sound. Well, Gandalf is not an elvish word. It's actually, again, that's a word straight out of the uh, Voluspa, I think it is, where you have the huge list of dwarven names, and those dwarven names include things like Thorin, Owen, Glowin, Keely, Feely, you know. And these names are meant to be pronounced basically as in Western, so like modern English. So Gandalf should be pronounced as in modern English. And Tolkien, yes, probably meant that as Gandalf- and I'm, I'm emphasizing the A uh, to make it clear that I'm not saying Gandolf. And a lot of people who criticize me on this will put, you're pronouncing it like G-A-N-D-O-L-F. Well, no, actually, if I was pronouncing it like that, it would be Gandolf. Gandolf. I'm not pronouncing him like that. Gandolf. The A is ah, uh, okay? The, I'm pronouncing it like ah, uh, not O. But... I understand what they mean. I'm I'm picking on people, okay? I'm just... (laughs) If they're going to pick on me, I'm going to pick back. So that's another one of those things where it's like, don't strictly follow the rules in every single case just because it doesn't look like an English word. Because if it's not an English word, that doesn't automatically make it an Elvish word. You kind of have to understand from context what's English, what's Elvish, what's not you know and when i say english what i really mean is western or common speech i'm talking about the pronunciation being english so you got dwarvish which is mostly the same as elvish you've got black speech which really only has the one additional rule the gh you've got rohan which has the eoa ea and the y as kind of unique things and then that's kind of it other than words that don't fall in that category which are english now there is adunaic and he doesn't specifically cover Adonaiq in this appendix because it really isn't used. And so I have to assume then that basically the rules for Elvish are going to apply. But you're going to see things like, you know, our has the PH instead of F at the beginning. And that's just to distinguish the language from Elvish, but I think the pronunciation is pretty much the same so and also the fact that Farozone has a z is another one they don't have z sounds in elvish so i think adunaic you're going to generally pronounce things in the way that you would in elvish you just use the same letter sound values as you would in elvish but you'll recognize the difference in the language by you know things like the ph and the z and the K and that kind of thing. So, like I said, this the language doesn't really get used much in the Lord of the Rings, if at all. And it really doesn't get much used outside the Lord of the Rings. I mean, you've got the names of the kings that come after, uh, was it tar or was it the last one to take the elvish, I forget which line, which king in the line. But anything that starts with R as opposed to Tar is going to be in Adonaiic form and it's Adunaic is the source for, basically, Western or common speech, but it's not the same thing as Western or common speech, so don't get those two confused, just because one is related to the other. Common speech is meant to be pronounced as in English. Adunaic, not so much. So, for Adunaic, when you do come across it, the names of those kings, mainly, is really where you're going to hit it, or unless you really dig deep into Tolkien and read you know, stuff that was never fully published in his own lifetime, just use the same rules as in Elvish. That's pretty much it. So there you have it, a pretty much complete guide to how to pronounce things in Middle-earth. Now, of course, there's always going to be, you know, weird gray areas, like I said before, about, you know, what's a modernized English anglicized place name in Rohan versus what's not. that might be, you know, subject to interpretation a little bit, but by and large, I think if you kind of pronounce things in a way, you know, test out an Elvish sounding pronunciation versus what you would do in normal English, and whichever one sounds better is probably correct. That's one of the things about Tolkien that I really like, is that he was very focused on the aesthetics of how to say words. He very much liked this idea of you know, the sound of words being aesthetically appropriate to what they are. So, you know, if it's a, it's a word for a really bad thing, the word might sound ugly, but it might, you know, make it sound ugly in, in a sense that it's fittingly ugly, if that makes sense. So, you know, that keep that kind of rule in mind, and you'll probably never go back badly wrong so i hope you enjoyed this and the previous video now that i've got this one out i am going to link these two videos to each other and delete my old old video just so i don't mislead any unfortunate unsuspecting people who think i'm smarter six years ago than i am now (laughs) Uh, but uh, if you did enjoy this please do give it a like share it around with anybody else who might be interested in learning this kind of stuff If you want to catch all my future content, make sure you subscribe. If you're on YouTube, click that bell icon to make sure you get all the notifications. Check below in the description for links to my other platforms, social, and all that kind of good stuff, plus support links. And until the next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namariye.